A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Tone Outings podcast. This is a mini podcast. We've no guest. Um, it's just myself and Timmy, and of course, Rowan is on the decks. How's the farm, Tim? I'm good, James. Good. No, um, <laughs> I'm uh, currently on the healthy eating living at the moment, and I'm actually down a stone since Christmas. Alone, You know, I feel a lot better myself. Um, my fitness is getting better. Um, my flexibility. So I feel I feel great. You know, I feel very very well, and I feel blessed as well. You, know? you look and, great too. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have said it to me. Someone from that watched one of the last podcasts uh, said they see a difference from before Christmas yeah. to one of the more recent ones there, um, and that makes sense. So I'm doing something right, you know. It just feels good to. I've nothing in my way now to stop me from from eating healthy, you know. And so I plan to keep yeah. going. I remember they were around. Um, I think it was Mark Tynan's podcast. My sister texts me afterwards. She says. Um, what 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 skin? What's your skincare regime? No, I don't have a skincare regime. But you know, even when I look back at that podcast, that podcast, I was training with Shane Sutter at the time. Mm. And I was watching what I was eating. I was drinking a lot of water, fruits and veggies, and stuff like that. And you could actually see it in my skin, in my mm. complexion. You know, mm. and when you're when I'm stressed and I'm not eating well, I you'd actually physically yeah. know the difference in your face. You're more bloated kind of tired, more tired looking, so I'm also trying to get back to that, mm. and I started running, as I was saying last week, you know, but road road running is not kind to my right knee, mm. you know, and I'm starting to feel a niggling injury there now, and that's kind of, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, do you I, know the, the last thing I want to do is get injured, you know. Do you know what's fantastic, and I don't think he gets enough, enough of credit, is um, Joe Wicks. Joe um, Wicks is great, I was done him all through um, the, the first and second lockdowns. Yeah. Joe Wicks there every morning. My my small for the day. He does it. He 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 does it as his his exercise for the day, you know. Because they don't really leave the house now for too much, only for a walk or whatever, you know. At the moment, but Joe Wicks is great, and I'm also doing Zoom classes as well online with Mark Tynan, and mm. he free classes there for anybody that wants to do them three nights a week. So I do them yeah. every. Shane does free Zoom classes. I think. I think most. Um, most gyms are doing free Zoom classes, so yeah. there's no excuse. Yeah, there's no absolutely no excuse for people. And you know what? It's great to be doing them at home because I'm at home and I'm doing them with Nicole mm. and I'm doing them with the Smavla. And there's a bit of a banter yeah. and there's a bit of crack. So yeah. they're <laughs> not easy, though. They they're tough going. Them, no, the, they are tough. The Joe Wicks one there, um, he does kind of twenty minutes, mm. hit thirty seconds on, thirty seconds off. 
they're hard but they fly yeah. and you feel great after them but they're not like for the faint hearted yeah. but you can do certain exercises kind of modified yeah. that are a little bit easier to do yeah. but they're a great place to go yeah. but um, we've got some news as well this week don't we Tim? Yeah, yeah we've got some good news um, I'll leave you with it uh, yeah, we're um, teaming up with the Tortoise Shack um, which we're delighted to do uh, the Tortoise Shack is like an umbrella organization or website mm-hmm. that has some of the best podcasts in Ireland mm-hmm. on it there's about five and no there's about six because we've joined with them mm-hmm. which is great for us because we're only um we've no history of media or anything like mm-hmm. that you know we just had an idea and got it going in last summer and uh well we've been very successful in mm-hmm. a very relatively quick time mm-hmm. you know and become well known and it was very flattering to get interest from them because they're well known nationally and they're in it a good few years mm. um, and in media longer um, and we learn a lot from them. And the teams are quite similar to our own as well, aren't they? Yeah, it's, it's all about social justice, yeah. social issues and stuff like that. Mm. It's a good fit. Yeah, yeah, there's some great podcasts and I was looking at them there myself. I didn't get the time to, yeah. to actually listen or watch any, anything, but I do uh, intend to do it. When I have the time at the moment, no, I'm up to yeah. my eyeballs. <laughs> I know, and there is some uh, there is some overlap as well in terms of, uh, as you said, some of the topics that we discuss. Mm. But we hope that uh, we'll keep our unique, I mm. suppose, perspective and our unique slant. Mm. There's um, academics on it, and there's other mm. kind of media people, um, but we'll always be authentic. Do you know? Recently, there I found something very interesting out. Um, I watched. Uh, what's the right word seminar or yeah. uh, course with a guy called Gaber Mate yeah. and he's an American he, he has that book that you always speak about what is it In the, the Realm, realm of, of Hungry Ghosts Hungry Ghosts yeah. yeah and his explanation of addiction was so it was unbelievable I just it was like one of those awe moments where something came to and I said whoa that's exactly what it is you know, the medical one is that addiction is a disease, alcohol, alcoholism, mm. all these different things. But, right, they look at alcoholism as the disease because it's it's alcohol-related and drugs as a disease because they're drug. But his point is, where's the drug or the chemical effect when when it's gambling or, yeah. or when it's porn or something like this? You know, so his point is... is he just goes into more detail. No, I wouldn't be very, very good to explain it, but he talks about addiction. Anybody that's looking to take themselves away from what's going on, from feeling the emotional stuff, is um, they're going to search for something to take themselves yeah. away from. And the physical act yeah. of gambling or drinking or taking drugs, that's the symptom. Mm-hmm. That's the the, the the physical and visible symptom mm-hmm. of an underlying problem. Mm-hmm. And t- like if if you would have said to me, um, for years I thought, oh, my problem was with drinking drugs and that wasn't actually because I've, I can, I've worked in situations where there's been open drug use in front of me and I was never tempted and never mm-hmm. wanted it. My problem was never the drugs it was my relationship with myself and fears and insecurities and all these core mm. beliefs I had about who I was and you know mm. b- b- 
poor coping mechanisms. Once you address all these, then you don't need the drugs. Mm-hmm. It was never about the drugs. Yeah, I used to use drugs and all, a lot of trouble came from using drugs, but that was never the problem. Mm-hmm. That was just another manifestation of it, you know? Yeah. He also spoke about ADHD. Mm. You know, a lot of addicts, he says, would have ADHD. You know, he actually has it himself, and he's an addict as well. He's a compulsive shopper. I heard a man about buying fucking tapes and CDs and stuff, hasn't he? He tells a great story um, about when he was going into do labour. He was a physician. He was he, he delivered babies and stuff naturally, you know, and um, he's inside in the labour ward anyway, prepping, and Joanna's, whatever, six centimetres or whatever. I don't know no. that now, do we? Next all of a sudden he gets this thought into his head. Oh, that new CDs after coming in. I'll drive downtown there and fly and I won't be long. This that was the compulsive thinking, right? Mm. Couldn't get away from it. And he says, addicts, with that thinking, they can't, they find it very hard to get away mm. from that thinking. Yeah. So he drove downtown, went into the store, bought the C D and got caught up looking at other CDs and missed the boat yeah. two, two hours later, like. It's mad, you know, isn't it? You uh, one. He was supposed to be there because it was planned yeah. that he'd give the, he'd bring the child into the, the compulsion. He was just kept way stronger. Him. You know, he said he used to spend thousands a week. You know, mm. on these just CDs. And CDs. you know where he uh, identified his underlying cause as well. He was born in Hungary mm. at the time of the Nazis invasion, mm. and his mother and them they would have been through concentration camps and they fled to Canada. So he would have been a, b- a baby, and in his early months, would have been through all that, all that fear. He says, "I would have felt all that fear that my mother, my parents had, of you know avoiding the Nazis and coming through concentration camps and refugee camps and you know emigrating to America and then or to Canada and then kind of." But yeah. he said, "All that has to have been. I must like mm-hmm. when you're a baby, you feel the lack of safety, the lack of structure, and you know the lack mm-hmm. of normality." He says, and. I, that's what he reckoned he says that's where I came from that that is ingrained him and he might be able to remember like he might be able to recall mm. the event of the war but his body certainly remembers it's, it it's still, it's still it's retained in his body yeah. that them like them experiences right with every experience we have whether it be good or bad particularly the bad ones the body stores the emotion of that event um, but when we're kids, we don't understand it, but we grow up, the amount that's still stored in the body. And then the adult doesn't know where it came from because you're after forgetting, you know? Yeah. And that's why a lot of us still struggle saying, why do I feel like this? Why am I like this? Yeah. And it's something to do with that something may have happened. It could be anything. You could have fell off your bike. That mm. could be a traumatic experience for somebody, you know? Yeah. But why I... I am speaking about this man, right, is if anyone really, really wants to get to know the mind of anybody that has an addiction, read his book, In the Realm of Hungry Ghosts, that and other stuff that he has around the place there, it will explain so much, you know, Mm. it will explain that, right, alcoholism and... A drug addiction are in one sense diseases they they are in one sense in the medical term some yeah. of the stuff in the medical yeah. uh, description are true you know but a lot of it isn't and he explains it so 
so well why people use drugs, why people drink, why people gamble, why people, um, why, why they're sex addicts, yeah. all these different things, you know. So And um, you could have somebody out there now that has all these issues and they mightn't be able to remember anything mm. negative or any traumatic experience, yeah. but that's not to say it didn't happen. Yeah. And like, as you said, the body, like it goes back to that book that I spoke about, the body keeps the score, mm. the body knows and the body remembers. And when you're in a situation that mirrors that traumatic experience, the body will react and people can end up having, you know, chronic illnesses like what we were talking with, um, Rebecca Donnelly, fibromyalgia, chronic pain condition through uh, sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody might not remember even being abused because when you're a baby and when you're a child, your memories are hazy if you can remember at all. Yeah. You know, but there's yeah. a med- there's a type of a treatment then that people can access that can resurface memories that you think uh, you you didn't even know you had or that you had buried. It's called EMDR. I can't remember what Roman. You check what EMDR stands for. But EMDR is like, um, it mirrors your REM sleep, your rapid eye movement sleep, the, the, the part of your sleep. Let's say if you slept for eight hours, maybe mm-hmm. an hour and a half, it would be REM sleep, rapid eye movement where the eyes go back and forth. And that's where the dreams come, you know, and you have all these mad dreams, you know. Well, the EMDRs, you hold two kind of electrical probes in your hand and they vibrate or beat at different times. And the therapist kind of moves his finger by or her finger by her eye, and it triggers that rapid eye movement, and it brings back the memories that you've buried in your mm. back of your head. And I suppose the point of it then is, you might think, "Oh, why would you want to relive all traumas?" Because when you relive all traumas as an adult, like if you have traumas buried like that and bad memories buried like that, your reaction to them today would be the same reaction to them mm. when you were a child and powerless. But if you can get a good perspective on the memory today as an adult, you might think, you know what, that was bad, that was bad. But that, I was a child then and not a child now. Yeah, yeah. And you can choose how you react You can today. understand it better. Can you read that? Call it out there. Uh, eye movement, desensitization and reprocessing. Very good, mm-hmm. very good. But that's, um, and I know people that have went through it. Um, and we've a guest coming up in a, a couple of weeks, he went through it. And he was yeah. a gambler. He said it was last week off camera. But that and uh, in that book, the body keeps the score. By Sylvander Cork was telling me about um, telling me he was in the book. You know, he, I keep on saying he's telling me because it's an audio book, and I feel like he's talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it, it, there's, there's other there's other types of therapies, but that one was, and the best thing about that one as well was, um, you don't have like for people that have been through traumatic experiences like that, especially ones that make you feel shameful, like. Sexual abuse, maybe sometimes if a girl or a boy has been sexually abused, they can turn to this if, like, oh, that's my daddy and my daddy loves me, I must delay the man type of a thing, you know. Mm. That these are the core beliefs that the child can form to help them cope with it, you know, and they mm. can compartmentalize that. Um, so then when you meet a therapist, you might be too quick to divulge that, you know, you might feel a lot of shame about your experiences. Or maybe, like, we all have beliefs or things in our heads that we wouldn't tell nobody. Do you know what I mean? Because they're probably too mad. Mm. But with EMDR, you're actually, you don't actually have to tell your therapist anything. Do you know? Yeah. You can still work through the memories if he facilitates 
the AMDR, you could still work through those memories without actually telling them anything. So it's helpful for people that have are, a lot of stuff, but they're ashamed of it and they don't want to tell anybody, even a therapist. Are they, are they true religious stress? They're like they're real, like they're real memories oh, that yeah. come to the surface. Yeah, these are memories that are buried. Mm. I'd love for somebody who practices EMDR or somebody that has been through it to come on and mm. talk to us about it because I, I found it fascinating uh, reading that book. You know, I think and I think it's uh, one of the less known therapies. And I think it could help a lot of people. Yeah. a lot of people that listen to our podcast. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but um. Next week, <laughs> next week, um, there's Dan. Dan's We've Sweeties. Dan now coming up on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and we're going to be putting out content as well for the Patreon. Mm. Because we're going to try and up our game now for 2021 and put out a little bit on the Patreon. So the people that donate to us and that make it all possible, they get a little bit extra. Okay. You know, and those, also those people... Uh, please God, we can do some live shows. We've got some great guests lined up too, but please God, we can do some live shows. The people on the Patreon will get first choice on tickets. Mm. Um, and we just want, want to reward and them. we'll be going to Dublin there shortly as well on a road trip. For yeah, exactly. We've some great yeah. guests lined up for in Dublin as well. Yeah, and there'll be some fantastic stories of people that came through addiction. Um, and what else is there, James? Mad bastards from Dublin generally. Yeah. <laughs> and a very high ranking Garda. Yeah. That I, I won't mean. name for now. But he's gonna come on. He's uh he's got a good story too. And uh it'll be another perspective. But like that we touch on all these social issues and different perspectives so we can understand them better, yeah. isn't it? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's even for me on a personal level, just to sit across the table and listen to somebody's story and look at the emotion and just the vulnerability of them, mm. you know, I get fierce, I get a fair sense of gratitude to be actually sitting mm. here opposite of them and to be able to listen to them, you know, and just share my, share my own experience and, and that's related to theirs, you know, yeah. so, because I think that's very important that we try to relate to people with our own stories because what that does is it, it really helps people to understand that they're actually not on their own things have happened to a lot of us because a lot of us are caught up in our own heads and we think mm. that we're we're the worst in the world because we did certain things uh, this happened to me I'm bad because I was bad you know life is life is just a mad way of just coming at everybody you know yeah. um, and all we can do when we do wake up from whatever adversity we're going through or addiction we're in, when we do wake up, we can start to recover, yeah. and start to develop ourselves and start growing into that healthy adult. But it doesn't happen overnight. It takes a long, long time. Um, and people have to do the work, mm. put in the work and do the work, you know. And but I guess that command the show here prove like that. It doesn't matter how bad it has been. You can recover, you mm. know, and I, f like yourself, I feel really grateful that every week we get to meet interesting people mm. and have good conversations and everybody that has come on has been here on yeah. and sound. Yeah. And it's, you know, when you see people coming in, sometimes people are very nervous when they come in, but they settle into it mm. quickly, which is testament to us, really, because mm. we make them feel at ease. And Robin, as well, he's, mm. uh, he's 
you know, it's just a good vibe to be in, you know, it's just a good atmosphere to be in. And I really look forward to the guests coming up. I wish I could share them with you, but sometimes they stand us up, so I don't want to be um, giving anybody false hope. Like, but we got some great guests lined up for February, March. Please God, then, once we get out of Level 5, we'll hit the road mm-hmm. and we'll make our way to Dublin, mm-hmm. Belfast, get a few Nordies and there's a few mad bastards up there too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we're good driving. stories. Yeah. Very, very good stories, you know. And we're trying to really get the variety of different stories onto the podcast because we think it's very relevant for everybody to, to share their story in somewhere or another, which is very important. Um, because... We're kind of in our own bubble here, aren't we, in Cork? Oh. You know? And, we like, are. we... A lot of the stuff in the north... I've never been to the north. Yeah. Like, and... We've... Like, we don't know what it's like. Like, Rowan would know more than most because Rowan's dad is from Belfast, you know? Mm. And he would have been up in Belfast in the worst of the times up there. But we don't know what it's like to live in an environment like that. Mm. You know, to live, like, where your neighbours are hostile towards you over the wall. Like, you, you hate each other and... You, it's uh, so I'd love to hear that perspective of what it's like. Um, mm. We actually have a guest coming on re- actually uh, next week, in a couple of weeks from Belfast. But mm. I'd love to go to the north mm. as well. You know, um, so we've got a lot of things to look forward to, don't we? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and listen, we're a small, we're a young podcast. We yeah. already started when June. We started in June. We we're started in June. episodes in. You know, and, and and the two of us have been very very busy in mm. the past with. With education and family and every a lot of different things, but I think this year no, we are going to step it up a little yeah. bit more, and we're going to get try to get as much variety of of stories out there to people, yeah, um, so they can relate and associate, uh, yeah, everybody in some way, um, and we're just very thankful for everybody that has listened to the podcast, all the nice comments and. Not everybody's going to agree with us, and not everybody's going to like our accents. <laughs> uh, I don't know how they couldn't like my accent, now, to be fair. <laughs> you know, but, um, listen, all we're doing, listen, we're not doing this for, I'm certainly not doing this for any fame or anything like that, neither is no. James. Um, you know, a lot of people are getting a lot of real, real help and guidance from this podcast and the guests that have come on. Um, and we just intend to keep going and intend to keep helping as many people. And another point is as well, um, if if like we, I don't know, we can't answer every every. I don't like you. You'd be on the Facebook page, yeah. and I'm trying to get back to everybody anyway. You know, know, if we haven't, just follow up. You mm-hmm. know, and I try to get back to people. Whoever gets on to me, if they're just looking for some advice in what way to go or where they can get help or whatever and well, we and don't have all the answers either like you yeah. know it's, and a lot of people like people are complex and what worked for me and you mightn't work for somebody else yeah. and we're not therapists either you know we yeah. have a lot of lived experience and we have a lot of experience of helping others um and we have a lot of knowledge but um that doesn't mean to say that we can fix people either you know yeah. but what we can do is give advice Mm. and give people counsel and refer people on to services in their area and that's all we can do and a lot of people contact us on the Instagram page and Facebook pages um, saying this is their weekly support this is their weekly meeting and they tune in first thing on a Saturday morning uh, when they're going out for a walk or at home mm. and this is their support that gets helps them 
uh, sustained our mental health and their recovery through the week, you know. So that's fantastic. Yeah, it's a great, it's brilliant because that's the whole reason we started it. Mm. And then there's a lot of people that have no history of addiction or mental health, but they like to tune in because it's just interesting. And we've interesting guests on, mm. and we talk about complex stuff in simple terms that everybody can understand. Yeah, yeah. So look, uh, we leave it there, and um, yeah, we leave it there, and we thank you all for supporting us again. Um, thanks for Ron and Timmy mm. um, and myself. Thank you. Uh, thanks everybody, and don't forget to check us out on the Tortoise Shack. Thanks again to everybody at Tortoise Shack for. Um, uh, approaching us and helping us out and um, we're looking forward to a long and prosperous and productive relationship and growing the podcast and I hope that uh, our audience gets bigger outside of Cork um, you know, uh, so look we see you all soon, take care yeah, God bless, bye addiction is no um... ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.